Welcome to Postcast, the Utah Jazz, stricken by the virus. And short, a ton of guys don't have the muster to handle the Cleveland Cavaliers and have now lost four in a row. David Locke and Ron Boone with you. We'll be talking about it coming up on Postcast. The Utah Jazz fall to the Cleveland Cavaliers. They lose it by 20, 111 to 91. Jazz were close. They never led in this game. Cavaliers led Wire to wire, Jazz were closed for much of the night, and then a 20 to 0 or 21 to 0 run ended the night for the Utah Jazz in the um, second quarter or in the third quarter tonight. Um, now I know what you were talking about. <laughs> you lost your train of thought. Didn't you? <laughs> hey, at least we made you laugh tonight. You got me. You got me good. He told me, let's get this show on the road. I got people I got to drive home. And then he smirked. And now I know why he smirked. Okay. Um, so I'm flustered. So let's talk. Ron, what happened in the 21-0 run? Well, it was that. It was the points in the paint, David. 40, what was it? 46 to 16 or something like that. After that, they ended up 60 to 36. I mean, they were a big team. I mean, you expected the Jazz to end up faltering uh, to the point where they just couldn't handle that size get a great job of, of switching and and rotating out of it um they do that good job there all, you know anyway but when they're undersized like that eventually you know things are going to not work for you well, it was really interesting nice the jazz in the first quarter got to the rim just time and time again they were driving and the jazz had took nine shots within and made nine shots they were nine of 12 within five feet of the rim and then the second quarter they were three of three maybe four of four and then all of a sudden the next Thing that happened was that they got no two-point shots in the entire third quarter. The Jazz did not make a two in the entire third quarter. You made an interesting comment in the broadcast. I said, you know, what happened there? You basically said, hey, it's one that team can counter. Team figures it out, and then you don't have a counter. Right. And your feeling was we just didn't have a counter that tonight. Absolutely. I, I thought that first quarter, uh, the spacing, the fact that the Jazz were – I have not seen all season long the Jazz, everybody trying to penetrate and get to the basket. You mentioned um, – marking marketing you know t- knowing that they could beat him off the dribble but uh eventually you expect that to fizzle uh and and for this team to take control but you know everyone's going through this stuff right now you just have to get out there and play hard so the jazz tonight without rudy gobert without us on whiteside without rudy gay so it really what they were missing tonight was all their centers eric pascal played some and did a good job did cleveland abuse the Jazz and take advantage of that lack of size, and was that the key to the Absolutely. game? Absolutely. I mean, how many times did you see them come up the floor and just throw it up to the to the front part of the rim, to Allen, uh, sometimes Stevens, and, and Mobley? You know, that's, that's the reason they got 60 points in the paint. You know, it's not because guys are driving and getting layups. It's because of the size of the uh, of the Cavaliers right now. Ron, um, people have been panning me. That's like a nice way of saying making fun of me, um, mocking me. Um, national pundits all across the country really? regularly p- make fun of me um, because I like to talk about screen assists mm-hmm. and the importance of screen assists. I play into it a little bit, so I'm kind of willing to be pamped. Are we seeing indirectly how much Rudy Gobert actually impacts us offensively, not just defensively? Yeah, we have, and it's not because he's passing, is screening and passing the basketball. It's because of the screens that he's setting that leads to buckets. And and it's not just Rudy. I mean, Rudy sets a good screen. Uh, they're so concerned with him rolling to the basket. But it's the offensive player that's helping him there as well. Donovan coming off the screen, pulling up, knocking down a, a, a three-point shot. I mean, 
marking you, what about Sabonis there in Indianapolis? You know, right. they, they, uh, they're pretty high on that as well. Uh, a lot of people are commenting in the chat room about Joe Ingles. I, I, I don't know what happened, but I'll generally say this. You shouldn't get ejected when a team only has six players. No, like, definitely not. And you certainly shouldn't get ejected on somebody else's foul. Right. Right. right? Like, it was Boyan's foul. Like, if you got fa- if you had a tech, you got hit, and you said something kind of instinctually, and you got hit with that tech, like, I'd be like, okay, I got it, got it. It was strange. So, kind of for those people that are wondering, like, I agree with you. I just thought it was strange. I don't, you know. Who knows? I think one thing that's worth kind of keeping an eye on, frankly, everybody, is how players play when they come back off off the virus. And um, I've kind of watched it in the league, and not everyone's great. Like, Jason Tatum, frankly, hasn't been quite the same since he got it the first time. Um, and Darius Garland has not shot it as well since he's come off his five games back. So, And I talked to someone, you know, hey, it's only anecdotal, but I talked to someone today who was like, I was tired for 10, 11 days yeah. afterwards. You know, I had a, you know, Felt like I had a bad cold, things like that. He says, but it lingered for a long while. I talked to somebody else, told me that they had like a real brain fog for a few days afterwards. So I, I think it's a little bit more than it's being portrayed to be in some places. And so some of these players who, even though they're elite athletes and maybe it only, it's worth watching that maybe they don't come back quite right. Joe's shot certainly didn't, he didn't look right during that game. Yeah, he shot an air ball there. As a matter of fact, he was only one for five in 13 minutes of play. But you're absolutely right about, so is it the virus that takes something out of you or is it the fact that you can't get on the floor and and uh, and work on your game work on your rhythm and that type of thing probably all of the above that you know keeps you from uh coming back the way you left the game right yeah. all right this is not over here's the thing that i think i'm left with tonight uh one eric pascal is really good it's worth kind of commenting that he had in 19 points eight of 11 shooting two or three he's really stepping up uh with his opportunities the other one is that we're a long, I think, I don't want to be like a overly dramatic, but if we're following the same pattern that most teams are, we're probably a good week to 10 days to maybe 14 days before this is over. Like it takes, like Charlotte had kind of one after another after another. Cleveland had it like for a while. Like maybe we can somehow get like this four days off is going to be good. Like I don't know if you're Quinn Snyder, whether you practice. Like if everyone's testing negative tomorrow, like do you just separate them and not have them you know, not have, like, I don't know what you do with this. Like, that's other people's job that's way more. But, like, how do we survive this? We can't really afford an eight-game losing streak or a seven-game losing streak. What can this team do to actually win basketball games while with a decent chance that, you know, Mike Donovan, Boyan, or some other guys are going to end up with this virus before we're done? Well, that's something that uh, you got to expect, that some of the guys that haven't had it are going to show up with it. Uh, this is a tough situation for, for the Jazz, for any team, uh, that's going through something like this. And, and uh, the Jazz, you know, it, it's their time. But fortunately enough, there's a few days off. But the thing is, they play one game and then they go out on the road again. So it, it's, it's it doesn't get any easier for the Jazz. And hopefully that if there's anyone else that tests positive, it's not going to be um, Donovan or you know, anybody like that. Right. You know? Well, yeah, I think you also bring up a good point. Like these guys that are suddenly – protocols right now and quarantine like by the time they come out they're gonna end up going back on the road never see their family with the coaches particularly alex and vince and yeah. sergey like those guys that's this is so Coach you know everyone's gone through it every team and we've seen a lot of losses by teams you wouldn't expect and a lot of big losses by teams and we've got to find a way to sneak one or two or three of these out we got one in denver we, how do we, can we get another one in denver can we get somewhere somewhere else along the way so you're just not out of it we slipped the fourth in the standings tonight 
Uh, Memphis is rolling. They went through it earlier. John Morant was out for a while. I think he might have actually just been injured, but they also had some of it. So, you know, everyone's gone through it, and everyone's going to continue to go through it here for probably a few more weeks, and we'll just see whether the Jazz can find a way to survive. That is Postcast tonight. Have a good one. Talk to you soon.